On today's episode, I'm chatting with Sally Zimney of Be Moved. Sally is an award-winning speaker and veteran speaking coach who has spoken in front of thousands of people over the last 20 years, from TEDx stages to the executives of Fortune 500 companies. Sally's specialty is helping leaders and those who want to become them step out front with more confidence, clarity, and courage so they can lead more effectively and inspire engagement with their audience. Today, we're diving into how to develop your signature story so you can deepen your emotional connection with your audience and bring them along on your journey. Let's jump in. Hi, I'm Isabel Kateman, and I own Stripe Dog Creative. We build beautiful brands and highly strategic websites for six-figure online service providers and course creators looking to reach seven figures and beyond. I'm excited to have you here for the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast, where we let go of the bullshit and deliver valuable information quickly. From practical marketing strategy to self-care for CEOs, tune in each week to go deep on one specific topic and get actionable advice you can use to grow your business even further. Let's jump in. Hi, Sally. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited to be chatting with you. Yeah, I'm so excited as well. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what you do and who you serve? Absolutely. Yes. Well, I go by Sally Z and I am an award-winning speaker and speaker coach. And I have really spent the last 20 plus years working with all kinds of people, but mostly entrepreneurs, coaches, change makers to give them the confidence and the clarity to step out front and move their audience with their message. So it really all started for me 20 years ago before I took this gig and built the business that I have right now out when I was talking to teenagers, which is an amazing way to earn your stripes and to figure out what works and really how to move people. Because we were talking about things that teenagers don't really want to talk about, like courage and kindness and respect and like kind of parenty things. But they, without a story, this audience, teenagers in particular, were like, um, I'm bored. I'm not engaged. And I remember this moment standing in front of them and being feeling really frustrated. Like this, I'm so passionate about this message. This is so important. They really need this message. And it was like, I could just see their eyes glazed over, kind of chatting with their friends a little bit until I told a story. And as soon as I told a story, their heads just snapped up. They were like curious, leaning in, interested. And I realized that the message really needed to live in a story, that the story was the way to make the message stick. And I took that lesson and applied it now in my life as an entrepreneur myself and with all of the people that I get to work with, that the story is the magic And that's awesome. But there's a big question, of course, of how, how do we do this? So that's where I come in, help people step out front with confidence. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And so before we jump into the how, just tell us a little bit about why stories resonate so much with people, how they help people sort of focus and remember things. Yeah, they are so magical. We've heard a lot. I'm a huge Brene Brown fan. And she talks a lot about how we are wired for story. And really what she's talking about there is some magical brain science. Like truly, when we hear a story, different parts of our brain light up, right? And we start to imagine 
the scene, the scenario, you know, if you start telling a story, I start to imagine it in my head. So there's this really cool co-creation that happens between a speaker. And I use that term very liberally, like AKA, if you're up in front of an audience, another term I use really liberally, you are speaking, AKA you're a speaker. And so when you're telling a story and I can start to see it in my head, we have this powerful connection that is hard to replicate in other ways. And when that happens, when my brain ignites and I start to feel this connection with you, it sort of fast tracks resonance. It fast tracks trust building. It fast tracks authority. And we go from somebody who's sharing some information to feeling like I know you. And as entrepreneurs like and CEOs and all of the people that you're working with and that are listening to this right now, that's what we need at the core of our business is a connection to our audience. So they know we get you, I get you, I understand what you're going through. And stories are the fastest way to do that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I always talk about building those no like and trust factors. And so the faster that you can do that and the deeper that you can make those connections and have people figure out whether they are vibing with you or not vibing with you, which is also okay. You just want them to be able to figure it out one way or another is so important. Yeah. And we tend to think that when we get up out front, we want to share what we know. Like, this is my chance to share with you all the information, everything, you know, like the three things and the, you know, the blog posts and the, all of our expertise, like why we are doing this. It's like, I have so much to share with you, but if we don't also put it in the context of a story, it lacks meaning. It lacks that sense of engaging fully. So it's like a brain connection, but without the story, we're missing the emotional connection. So I actually studied persuasion in grad school, which is funny that that's a thing that you can study, but it is. And what became really obvious was without an emotional connection, people are not moved towards action. And we know this, like, you know, you're a marketing expert, you know, people need emotion in order to really take in what we're saying and consider action. And so stories, part of the reason they are so powerful is because they are emotive and they are personal. And so it's like, Yep. I feel like I know you and I'm ready to walk with you on whatever journey you're offering. Yeah. I love that. And so when you're working with business owners, how do you help them find what that signature story is going to be for them? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a very personal journey. And so let me just define for a second what a signature story is, because we hear that phrase a lot. You might hear the phrase signature talk, They're very, very similar. It's a core messaging piece in your business. And obviously it's a story-driven message. And we all have lots of stories in our business. And one story is going to hold up one idea. So a signature story is a story that you come to again and again. It's really a foundational piece in your business. So finding it might be a personal journey. It takes a lot of reflection. So when I'm working with people, we go through a process of trying to find this magical Venn diagram. And it's like a triple Venn diagram. And on 
part one of the Venn diagram is we want it to be a reflection of you, like a really authentic, clear reflection of you, because it's an opportunity for your audience to decide, like you said, is this person, do I vibe with this person? Do I like this person? Do I want to take the next step with this person? Right. It's like, it's a vibe check moment. Right. And so it really needs to be authentic to you. That's part one. Part two of the Venn diagram is, is it speaking to an audience need? So of course, like we could be telling a really interesting story, but if it's not something that the audience is like, oh yes, I'm struggling with that, or I've been there, or I need help with that. That's a pretty important marketing piece for all of us, right? We know this. So that is the second circle in the Venn diagram. And then this third circle is really all about how to put it to work inside your business to make sure that it's holding up a program or perhaps you know a sales funnel because we can place it in our business really thoughtfully. Otherwise, we're out there speaking and there's some benefits to it, but it might not be driving a result that you really want to bring to life. And they can do that. Yeah. I love that way of thinking about it very strategically, which, you know, is my jam, but Mm -hmm. I think so many people talk about a signature story in terms of like, you know, being emotionally connected and making sure that it's authentic to you. And that's all great. But I love that third piece of the Venn diagram of really making it sure that it's supporting some goal of your business or some service or some program so that everything is really tying back and being really intentional. Yeah. Many people, they're doing this storytelling because they hear it's important, but they're not being intentional about how to really leverage it. And it is so powerful if we can put it to work in our business. Yeah, absolutely. And so when people have sort of a really complicated journey of how they got somewhere, like I know it's very common for a lot of entrepreneurs, me included, to have a very sort of winding journey of how they got there. It's never linear. How do you really help people sort of condense that into a story that's going to be easily digestible, but still remains authentic to their actual journey? Yeah. Well, all stories get boiled down a little bit because the reality of the story versus a story that people can hear and understand and take in, they're very different things. And so, you know, I like to use the filter of what is the point of this? And if we can be really clear on what the point is of the story, then that helps us filter out the things that you do and do not need that help get you there. And so I know, you know, you also talk a lot about this magic moment for people. If you can sort of tie it to a specific moment, what if someone doesn't sort of have that pivotal moment? What if it was something that took three months or six months? How do you help them sort of craft that moment in their story? So it's memorable. Yeah. I mean, we like to think of this aha, like it all happens in one magical like the lightning strikes and you're newly aware of something, but of course it's a small drip. But when you're telling a story, you actually, the small drip is not nearly as effective as, of course, bringing people into one moment where things change. So it's really about how you frame it. And I think it's important, especially because a lot of people think my life isn't magical. I live a boring life. It's just like little old me here with my very noisy dog and my, you know, my kids are coming in. And that's just, not story worthy. But the truth is, 
how to make that moment magical is absolutely based on your perspective. It's based on how you see that moment. So even if it's a slow drip, something happened that finally shifted it into commitment or new awareness or a change of perspective. And that's the moment you really want to highlight, even if it's kind of a slow process to get there. Because we're all living like these normal, regular lives, but making that moment meaningful is totally within everybody's power. Even the most mundane of experiences, you're at the grocery store and you see something and you think to yourself like, huh, interesting. It strikes you. Well, you can zoom into that moment and turn it into something magical. Any moment you can do that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So we've gone through finding the signature story, finding the moment, sort of boiling it down so that it's really digestible. Now we're ready to sort of develop that story. Is there some sort of magic formula or some you know, way that you coach people in creating this story so that it's really resonating with people? Yeah. So I have this, I suppose it's a freebie, but it's really this experience called the Be Visible Challenge. And the idea with this is to help people like us step out front with more confidence because the idea of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to leverage speaking. That sounds a little scary and kind of intimidating. And it's like, nope, we're going to just baby step. We're going to help you get out front more consistently, really start to practice showing your face, using your words, putting things into stories. And so the method I teach in the Be Visible Challenge is three parts. It is moment. So bringing people into one moment, it's meaning, then taking that moment and defining the meaning, clarifying the meaning that you want your audience to take from that moment. And then lastly, it's move. So what do you want them to do with that meaning? So you bring them into a specific moment, you connect the meaning to their lives and their experience. And then you tell them what to do next because they need to know. Like, that's what we do as leaders, as we say, okay, here was a thing. I'm going to offer some perspective on it. And here's where I want you to go next with it. Super tangible. And you can apply, yeah, moment, meaning, move to almost any time you step out front. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's really helpful. And so as people are sort of developing this, Do you have any other tips and tricks aside from obviously, you know, connecting emotionally and everything for making this story resonate and be really memorable? Yeah. Let me share a few really simple, but profoundly impactful things you can do when you're stepping out front to really take your storytelling and you're speaking to the next level. So first of all, like you said, we want to make it emotive, but the way that you do that is by making sure that you're talking about one specific moment, like dropping us into a single instance. It sounds like no duh, but oftentimes when people are telling a story, they're not really talking about one moment. They're talking generically about some things that happened. It's sort of an overview and it feels very high level rather than bringing us into a specific moment. So if you think back when we first started chatting, And I talked about the one day and I'm standing up front talking to teenagers and I see them talking to their friends, like just those little details like that. 
bring us into one moment. It helps me and you as an audience member see what's happening. And when the imagination gets kicked in, that's when that emotive piece starts really working its magic. So that's the first thing is to bring people into one specific moment. Then what we want to do is we want to use dialogue. And it sounds really dumb. And I didn't use, I didn't do that in my example up top. But when you use dialogue, it makes it present and it makes it feel super alive. So even one line of dialogue. Now, it's not like you've got to be like, do it in a fake voice. Like, I'm going to be Isabel. You You don't have to do that. It can be very simple. But when you hear somebody's words, all of a sudden it's a scene playing out in my mind. And I can almost see that scene happening up front, which is so, so powerful. And then really importantly, you want to start with your story. So oftentimes what people do is before they start telling their story, they tell the point of the story and then tell the story. And what I want all of you to do is to tell the story first so we can feel it before we think it. And when we feel it before we think it, we are more open or less defensive. Very naturally, we want to categorize these things, but our job is to keep people as open and as curious and as interested for as long as possible. So you start with the story, dial it into one particular moment, and then find an opportunity to use some dialogue and it will work its magic. I love that. This is like a masterclass in public speaking. This is so cool. (laughs) I'm just like sitting here enraptured. And so when you're working with clients, do you find that most of them are using this for public speaking or can this really be used across your marketing? Oh my gosh. Totally used every day, all the time. So the tool that I really help my audience build is a signature story, sometimes known as a signature talk. And that foundational content piece absolutely can be used on stage, like those sort of traditional public speaking moments but it can also be used when you're showing up at a podcast and doing an interview or you're hopping on Facebook live, or you're connecting with somebody on Instagram, like all the ways that we have to show up when you have a signature talk or a signature story, you can go in and pull out the vetted (laughs) stories, the points that you have really identified as core to your business and the repetition of those points and the consistency of that message goes a long way in helping people understand what you're about, who you work with, what you're doing, and why it really matters. So it is absolutely a core business tool. So if you don't have one, you want to get one. You want to get your signature talk. (laughs) Yeah. And so do you recommend people have more than one or do you typically sort of have people just stick with the main one? No, oftentimes we build one and then the next one comes pretty soon after it because you realize, oh my gosh, this is so great. And when you build it really intentionally in the way that I recommend people build it, you realize what a powerful and useful tool that it is. So most of the time people are like, I'm just going to build one and I'm going to use that for the next three years. And then you build it and you're like, 
okay, now it's evolving and I'm getting requests and I want to build one over here. So most people, if they're really leaning into their visibility and they want to leverage speaking, end up having a handful of signature talks, but start with one. (laughs) One will be helpful. One will be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And are there certain types of businesses that this works best for? Anybody. I mean, anybody who's leading, I would, you know, urge them to step out front. Okay. Because it's such a powerful credibility builder and it's impactful and you're able to reach a lot of people, all the reasons why we think to do that. But personally, I love helping entrepreneurs and small business owners because the message is so personal. Like they have built, this is their baby. So when you step out front to talk about this idea that you are like investing so much of yourself in and you care enough about that you're like putting yourself on the line day in and day out, like there's a little special magic in helping those people show up and really be seen. So I love it. That's my personal passion. (laughs) Yeah. I always talk about it as the business owners. Why? And that's my favorite part too, is just always like when I first meet someone, I first talk to a client, we do their strategy call. And I just hear about like that, exactly what you're talking about that (sighs) story, but it's coming at me completely unfiltered because we're just on like a one-on-one call. And it's just like, I just always get like little tingles. Like that's like my favorite is just hearing about why they started. Totally. And you know, like we're both in the same position. It's like, oh yeah, I feel the kind of passion it requires and commitment and sacrifice and, and also the impact that we get to see by taking this purpose, taking this message that we feel so deeply and putting it out into the world. Like that is why I get up in the morning. Like this is why I do what I do, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. So as we wrap up here, I like to just ask all of my guests, what's the best piece of business advice that you've ever received? When I saw, this is a question that you ask, and I've listened to some of your shows at this point. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could not get past the one that my brother gave me when I first started my business. So I had been working inside an organization for a long time and these requests to do this work just started coming in. And my first client was this huge company, like fortune 500 company. Really? They had no business hiring me, but they did. I'm so glad they did. But I honestly, I'm like, wow, I don't know how I convinced them to hire me, but it was my first really big consulting gig. And I was talking with my brother who's done all of the really traditional business entrepreneurial education. He's got his MBA. He's like helped build businesses. Like he's done all the things. So I called him up and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got hired. What do I do? I've just been doing this because I love it. And now it's a thing. And he said, okay, you convinced them to hire you, but now you need to deliver. And I've never forgotten that because like we can build a beautiful message that convinces people to step in with us. But if we don't have something real and authentic to deliver, if we don't have the credibility of what happens when people move through and work with you, then it's not going to happen, right? It will fall apart. And so the integrity of that I think we can feel and see. And so I always think about that when I bring in a new cohort of people into one of my courses, I'm like, okay, and now we deliver. 
Now we show up and love them up and make sure that they're getting what they need and can be successful. So that's what I thought of. But can I admit, there was part of me that was like, man, it sounds like a high pressure piece of advice. People don't need any more high pressure advice. I was like, oh, I wish it was a little more low key. But that is the, it has been such a driving thing for me in my business. It's like, okay, you can't just be all talk. You got to deliver. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's so important. Like, I mean, I think it is a little bit high pressure, but I think it's also like, there is that pressure there. Like I think so many people start a business and then sort of get terrified and they spend all this time on marketing and sort of like putting their best foot forward and being told that they're supposed to fake it till they make it. And it's like, they're almost like, they haven't even gotten to the part where like, when they finally get a client yeah, and then they get a client and they're like, oh shit, like, what do I do now? Like, I haven't thought about this part yet. So I think, I think that's super important because results are, you know, I mean, obviously testimonials, past clients, referrals, that's what builds a service-based business. So it's really important. Totally. Yeah. I like that advice. And so if people want to work with you, Sally Z, how do they get in touch with you? How can they find you? Well, I would love to connect over on Instagram. That's my place that I love to play. So you can find me at, at Sally Z underscore be moved and let's hang out there for sure. That would be totally awesome. But I also have a podcast and we were talking about this Isabel, before we went live. It's called This Moved Me. And it's really meant to help people probably who are listening right now to your show. It's like, how do I show up out front and really move my audience? So you can find This Moved Me as well. And I've got 300 episodes for you to go and dig into. So it'll keep you busy for a while, which would be great. And then I did, I mentioned my Be Visible Challenge. So if that's something that you're thinking about, like, oh man, I don't know about the speaking thing, but I would love to feel more confident and show up more consistently, show my face, use some words and get out front. I do have a Be Visible Challenge. So you could check that out at bemove.com forward slash be visible. It's free and it just really holds your hand for about seven days gives you a little prompt every day. Here's what you can do. Here's how you can show up. And it's fun and powerful. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll link to everything in the show notes, your Instagram, your podcast, your free challenge, all of that. Thank you so much for being here. This was amazing. Oh, it was so fun to connect with you. I'm a new fan of your show. Thank you. And can't wait to keep it going. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast with yours truly, Isabel Caitlin. If you love the show, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love hearing from all of you. Share it with a friend, family, colleague, or anyone you know who may benefit from this episode. Remember, you can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripedogcreative.com. All right, that's it for today. See you next time.